Hello, ladies. You are listening to the Saludable Latina Women's Health and Wellness Podcast with Lilia Gomez-Ash. The Saludable Latina Podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about a variety of women's health topics, but then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include topics such as spirituality, health, and wellness. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations with real women as well as health and wellness experts for their insights for growth in the wellness journey. I hope that you find all the guests that come to the Saludable Latina community as people who are doing purposeful, intentional work. They are smart and they are passionate and they have a dynamic point of view when it comes to the wellness space. So I hope that you're able to learn something from the conversations, from the health tips, or the conversations that we have from women to women. Are you ready for the new episodes? Well then, let's get started. All right, ladies, before we get started with tonight's episode, I do want to share an item that I recently been using this past couple of days and my lips have been enjoying it. I'm actually utilizing a lip whip that's made by Carrie Graham, and it's a whip treatment balm that really nourishes and hydrates the lips. Don't forget, our lips are part of our major organ, the skin, and we have to make sure that they're healthy, not chapped, not dry, because if you notice on the more over-the-counter items, depending on the product and brand, some of them actually leave you with more chapped lips or more dry lips, but this lip whip here by Carrie Graham leaves my lips feeling moist throughout the day i probably do one touch up in the morning when i wake up and i prep my face and i add my lip balm it stays nice and moisturized right before eating a meal when i get to work and then later in the afternoon is when i do a touch up but i have this item specifically in my medicine cabinet because it's part of my morning routine and my lips are like hey girl baby girl i am ready for today and not only that ladies it's not just another lip balm their brand is really focusing on finding simple solutions for great skincare on your lips their ingredients really do matter they really do hand pick products by using only the finest natural derived organic wild harvested and non-gmo ingredients most of their items are oil-based systems harnesses from plants and essential oils to gently and safely nourish the skin the products do not have any added water to ensure you're only getting the ingredients that matter in a potent and effective state which i love and as a matter of fact carrie grand chooses to formulate without any parabens to stay away from the ingredients that are linked to harmful diseases and are known to disrupt our body's natural process. Way to go, Carrie, to create a product that not only helps, you know, with beauty and skincare, but something that also protects us from disrupting our body's natural process. I love that. They are Supo Eco Lux, which means they are made without any petrochemicals, parabens, phthalates mineral oil, chemical additives, known toxins, preservatives, or synthetic fragrance. Damn, they test everything on their lips and not on animals, and they stay away from all of those ingredients that I just named. They are also super eco-friendly. They really think about the Earth's beautiful resources 
They have a high commitment to environmental responsibility and sustainability, and they really do integrate it in their lives, in the office, and they hope that with their products, they're creating a new sense of recycling and using less packaging and pushing out their retail partners to do the same. So far, I give this product five stars. If I could, 10 stars, but the normal rating is five stars. But this product definitely is part of my daily routine now in the morning and before going to bed. I enjoy it. My lips enjoy it. They're nice and moisturized, hydrated. So if you wanna learn more, I'm gonna link up Lip Whips but it will actually be named carrygrand.com. And on there, you're gonna find the different types of lip whips that you can find. I have the cinnamon tinted, which I'm enjoying so much. And all of these lip whips are handmade in Seattle. Way to go Seattle for creating a beautiful product. All right, ladies, enough about lip whip. I'm gonna research it on your own. I will be providing the link. So if you kind of guessed it already in this little announcement, I did say skin. So we're going to be talking about skincare in this week's episode. Listas? Let's go. Un, dos, tres. Hey, what's going on, ladies? I am here with Adina, the founder of Natural Filling Spa from L.A., and I'm actually doing my very first skin consultation via Zoom, just to let you know, FYI, she is available online. And she has 15 plus years experience, how to nurture and take care of your skin. And I'm actually going through a transition. So I wanted to get in touch with my home girl. What's going on, Adina? What's up, girl? Thank you so much for having me on here. We had some technical difficulties at first, but you know, the <laughs> align and come together. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Dina, like, what made you want to get into the skincare industry? Like, what was your curiosity? Was it because you saw it as a need, or was it because you saw a niche that, you know, a lot of women don't know how to take care of their skin? Period. Honestly, didn't even realize that I was already implementing organic, natural, holistic DIYs, you know, uh, skincare since I was a little girl. Um, my mom and I've, and I've told the story before and it, it just, but it just like really speaks onto who I am. I grew up here in Tucson, Arizona in the desert. So we first and foremost are native American and Mexican. We're Opata, Apache and, and Mexican. And we grew up respecting mother earth. That was, that's part of the core value of who we are and the water and the plants and the air and just all the elements, you know, we respected it. So I grew up with that sense, not really realizing it as a little girl and taking some of it for, you know, taking for advantage, um, granted, granted mm -hmm. advantage yeah. of what I had and not realizing it again, I would dig up some of the dirt that was clay and I used to do little clay masks on myself. I used to dig holes in the backyard and fill it with water and sit in it. I used to pick all the plants and put it in the bathtub and put milk and butter. And my mom would freak out because we were poor. So my mom was like, you're wasting all the <laughs> And I was like, I'm Cleopatra. I sold it on a PBS. You know, I was like six years old. <laughs> I was like freaking Cleopatra. And I just did all these things. And my mom was like, you were squishing prickly pears and making it into lip balms and putting it on my cheeks and, and eating it and just doing all this stuff. So it was naturally within me. And my mom is an RN. My grandmother was an RN. My great-grandmother was an RN. And my great-great-great-great-grandmother was a medicine woman. Nice. So the healing and the touch has always been something that was in the lineage that was passed down. And I, again, didn't realize it and took all of it for granted because, of course,
course, we're just all caught up in our own little world as young, you know, young folks, you know, just doing our thing while and out. Then I, it just kind of like all coincidence literally happened. I ended up working part-time going to college, working at a sushi restaurant. The sushi restaurant closed overnight. I picked up a Tucson Weekly, which is like an LA Weekly, but with like actual legit job listings in it. Opened it up and it said, Holistic Skincare School Hiring Front Desk. And I was like, I can do that. Sure. Why not? I'm great at being in a front desk. Called it, literally got hired over the phone. I just hit it off with the woman. We started working. One weekend to working there, I was like, I can do this. All this, these people are training to become skincare specialists, estheticians, that's our profession name. Mm-hmm. I, I can do this. And ended up going to school and working full-time front desk. So part-time school, full-time front desk at this holistic skincare school here in Tucson, Arizona. And learned all holistic ways only with holistic ingredients and products. It was crazy how it aligned. It just mm-hmm. aligned. And randomly had a girl in school that went to school before me a year moved to Los Angeles, didn't work out for her. She calls me. She says, hey, I have six more months on my lease in Echo Park. I had no idea where Echo Park was. All I knew was Six Flags, Disneyland, and Venice Beach. I didn't know Los Angeles like that. And she's like, and do you want to take it over? Said, send me some pictures. Send me pictures. Looks super cute. Said, I'll take it over. I finished school, worked for about a few months in Tucson, drove up to LA with my mom and one of my best friends with all of my stuff in the middle of the night, landed, had four jobs. The first Two years I worked in LA, no car. I took public transit, like transportation everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it just, again, just started falling into place. And working underneath people at resorts, at day spas, at med spas, at plastic surgery, uh, cosmetic surgery places, I did all that, trade shows, everything. I started to just realize what I was capable of what I loved, what I respect, and my way of doing things versus the way that I was being kind of forced to do things and what I didn't want to take for granted and also that I wanted to produce something that was valuable to the consumer with a place of respect for the earth and for your health and for other humans. And it just started all coming together. And I think when you work for someone who really, my last employer was honestly horrendous, like really. And we've all had that employer. We've all had bad experiences or coworkers, people who've mistreated us and didn't respect us. But my last one particularly was an actual God sent situation because he treated me so poorly that it gave me the inspiration to finally say, you know what? I'm good on this shit. I'm good on working and giving people so much love and respect and being treated so poorly. I'm ready to be a woman owner in this industry, in the beauty industry that we should dominate because we are the number one buyers mm-hmm. in the beauty industry. So we have man now telling us what to look like, what to eat, what to wear, how to fill. We have all these guys in the back scene owning all these corporations and all these businesses that are literally puppeteering us how to look and we don't even realize it. So I was like, nope, I want to be a woman owner in the beauty industry Mm because I don't mind telling women what to look like because I'm a woman and it's coming from a place of honesty and authenticity. Like it's, that's, I'm done. And and then, and then that was, and that was it, you know? And it just, from there, I was like, I'm ready, you know? And I saved my money. I didn't have any investors. I didn't have any loans. And, um, I just was, I was very blessed that I was able to do it, honestly. 
That's amazing. Um, especially when it came down to being able to take the initiative, like you said, um, planting the seed, moving, and being able to invest in a dream that you said, I'm going to go for it. Because once again, like you said, the beauty industry is often portrayed as you got to look like this, you got to speak like this, you got to wear this, you got to do this. But I love the fact that you're being very honest with your line of your services and who you are as a business owner and as a woman in the beauty industry. And we need more women like that because the woman really truly understands what beauty is because Although it is an external factor, it also is an internal factor in order for the external factor extremity to to bloom, right? A hundred, a hundred. Absolutely. There is no vanity in that. There is no vanity in self-care. And for us to be wired again, we've been so brainwashed to think that if we take care of ourselves and we pamper ourselves and we give ourselves love every single day, that that is vanity. That is absolute BS. You know, yes, of course, there's extremes and we can talk about that too. But at the end of the day, how I take care of myself is how I present myself outwardly. When I feel like I'm combing my hair, put my hair up and put some makeup on and whatever, I naturally have an air of confidence. I naturally have a, a little boost in my, you know, a little pep in my step and, and feel better, not to make you feel better, but I feel better. And that, why is that? a shameful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Like feel good about it, you know? And also our bodies are our temple. Mm -hmm. Honor it. I realize in your business that you've included um, as a professional that you've included sound healing in some of your services. And what has that meant for you to be able to bring some holistic modalities into your natural feeling spa? Because when I think about your business as a brand, I think like, damn, she's taking it back to like the rooted word natural, mm -hmm. right? Because yep. natural has a big significant meaning of we should feel natural. And you know, like you said, we, we all live to pamper ourselves, but it doesn't have to be on a daily basis, but it should be a pampering that goes back to the natural ways of you can actually heal your, your skincare in such a beautiful way. And I saw that you incorporated the, the sound healing bowls. Um, what was that initiative, um, including that into your practice? So it was funny because I've always been really like a music buff kind of a person. I love music. I always date musicians. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love music. I, I have a very um, close relationship with music. Grew up with so much music. I mean, around the house, my mom constantly was just playing, you know, Gypsy Keens and Cher and freaking like Who and the Monkees and whatever. We, we grew up with so much music and so diverse and we used it as a way of healing, but also a way as, uh, you know, therapy and um, just, you know, calming ourselves and, and happiness too. And um, I recognize that, and I, but I never was traditionally trained with any of the sound therapy modalities. And, but I just kind of was like this weird, like little, like, you know, hippie back there banging on things and doing things and just kind of like doing it anyways in my treatments. I've always actually had sound therapy in my treatments, but never advertised it until the past year and a half to two. It was been the past year and a half I've advertised it. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to go ahead and go get proper training. You know and I'm saying? Proper like this in, in parentheses, because you can't tell someone um, what healing looks like. You can't tell someone um, that their meditation is wrong or right. Like th that's when I'm like, I don't like these, um, 
gurus and these spiritual leaders when they try to tell you like, oh, there you can't have any jewelry on because the energy won't pass through. And if you have the energy on, uh, the, the rings on, then the energy just, you know, combs off. So you got to take all the, the jewelry off and you got to have no makeup on and you have to lay down. No, God doesn't, Jesus doesn't walk into a room and says, that man's dying of cancer and he's wearing jewelry. So I can't pray. Mm, amen, girl. Mm -hmm. I can't pray for him. He got jewelry on. He got to take the jewelry off, God. That's <laughs> That is nonsense. Do not give me that garbage. Healing is from a place of yeah. here. It is not from a place of materialistic. It's not from a place of, of steps. So for me, I've just always just been like, okay, like I listen to people. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm, that's interesting. Okay, great, cool. And I'm not going to like fight with you about it, but I'm also going to know my limitations and know what I believe. And what I believe is that if you could do Reiki over the phone to someone in Japan, it don't matter if they're wearing jewelry. It do not matter. So back to <laughs> traditional training. So I went ahead and I took traditional you know, training uh -huh. and came to the conclusion when I was doing it that I was already doing exactly what they were showing me. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, that we already practice these healing modalities because if you really think about it, it was already introduced in your lineage of family. And this is something that we hold to value that often gets portrayed that you need to get certified, right? And so within our own families, we have these healing modalities already. And it's just a matter of fact of you rediscovering those. And tapping back into it. Exactly. And, and, don't, and don't get me wrong, because the company I work with, I absolutely adore. I love. I love their bowls are high quality. That when it comes to equipment, uh, their bowls are some of the highest, most beautiful quality bowls I've ever worked with. Yeah. Um, sound, it's called Sound um, Therapy, Hess, uh, Peter Hess Therapy Bowls. And they're legitimately very well made, very, um, you know, vibrational, like the, the whole their whole entire selection of uh, equipment is great. So I'm, I'm appreciative. I did that training because I was able to utilize their equipment and see their different techniques for sure. But at the end of the day, I was like, wow, I'm already doing a lot of this stuff without even ever being properly trained. And so taking those bowls and the different sizes and then actually introducing it into the services, there's nothing that gives me more joy, nothing, than when someone walks out of the room they look like they've seen a ghost. They've, they like in a positive way, not like a ghost, like freaked out way. Like, in like, you know, just like they, they, they've seen something, something's yeah. ghost, and look at me and either a start crying B and not that I'm like a mean statistic person. I don't want people to start crying and bad, but you know, like a, the cry, like release cry. Mm -hmm. And also look at me and just like, wow. Wow. Like I have to, you know, process what just happened. I've had so many people come out and say, Adina, I never, I, I, I've never experienced something like that before. Like you are a shaman. Like, wow. Like, what was that? Like, I don't understand like what just happened. And, and I started to actually um, get the same answer, which this actually gives me goosebumps because I just had my birth chart uh, professionally read. And every single person that kept walking out for like months kept being like, there was a woman in there with you. There was a woman in there with you. And when you would touch a certain part of my body, all of a sudden I would feel her behind touching a certain part behind. And I was like, this is trippy. Like, cause I'm not, I'm not seeing the woman. Mm -hmm. I, they're saying they're seeing the woman, but I'm not seeing her. So I'm like, like, this is crazy. And 
every like I'm talking about all nationalities too: Caucasian, African, Mex, you know, uh, Latin, Middle Eastern, like all the different. Because I have such a, an amazing, beautiful array of like different beautiful people to come in. Every single one of these people were telling me the exact same thing, like literally the story, and it blew my mind. And so when I got my birth chart read, the woman she was like, "Wow, it like." in your like birth chart like there's so many powerful signs in your house of healing you have so much healing and she's like and and if you start looking in the back it looks like maybe she's like i can't tell if it's the past or the future but all these healers like you could have either been a counselor or a priestess or a shaman and i just was like that's mm -hmm. probably who this person is yeah you know what i mean and so, and I always connected it with it being an ancestor, but I don't, I don't know who that person is. Cause I haven't, I mean, until like I do like ayahuasca or something like that, like, which I'm totally like ready for it. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I, I haven't connected with her yet. Yeah. You know, you will pretty soon. And I think it's coming from your patriotical side, actually. Um, that's what my intuition tells me. But um, in your line of discovering this healing, natural healing way, combining it with your skincare physician and being able to work with many of our other people really you know what has been the number one thing that you have done for a person in regards to their skincare what, what has been one thing that you feel like women often come to you as you know they're coming for a skincare but they walk out with so much more obviously but in in the skincare service what is the one thing that most women come in for or men what's the one thing they come in for as far as like what they're going through in their skin problems First and foremost, I think that a lot of people's, you know, visual of and perception of themselves is usually more, um, it's more harsh, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that's yeah. the truth. Like, we're a lot more critical of, like, what we look like and, and what everything appears to be. And granted, yes, I've worked with some severe skin disorders, and I've really been so, you know, uh, blessed to have great results. But I think that when women and men come to me, a lot of the concerns are definitely like acne. And so like, you know, blemishes. And then I would say that, you know, just not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. Not basic. Like, do I use a cleanser? And then I put on a sunscreen? No cleanse, exfoliate, serum, moisturizer, you know what I mean? They don't know what the routine is. And it seems so like basic and lo like logical to me, but I've been doing this for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So my steps, of course, I'm going to be like, cleanse, exfoliate, da 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 Like, I'm going to know, like, it's like the back of my hand. But this is, it's so basic that it, like, for someone who's been doing it for so long, I'm like blown away. But that's true. A lot of people just don't even have a routine. They don't even know where to start. So yeah. just being able to break that down to people gives me so much joy. But I've been really just like blown away with some of the beautiful transformations in people's skin with eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, acne, hormonal acne. Hormonal acne is by far the hardest thing to work with because yeah. it's hormones. So okay. we can do as much as we can externally. We can really change your skincare routine, which will greatly help. But if it's internal, that's a different story. It has to be dietary. It has to be vitamins. It has to be acupuncture. It has to be, you know, um, birth controls. The list goes on. It's a little, it's a little more complicated than that. But mm -hmm. I like to guide my clients as much as professionally within my realm, my scope of work that I do, that I can. And then I'm like, hey, I have a really great acupuncturist. 
I have a really great uh, naturopathic. I have a really great uh, OBGYN that are all holistic. Go to them. So I have been blessed to team up with people who can also help on that end. But when it comes to skincare, it's usually just not having a damn routine. And that mm. some people maybe are using too much. I'm like, your skin is so red and inflamed and so broken out. What are you doing? Like you're just, I feel like you're like, it's so inflamed. If I touch it, it's hot. Like, mm -hmm. like you're doing too much. And then they're like, oh yeah, I'm using a glycolic wash, a glycolic toner, a glycolic exfoliant, a glycolic moisturizer, a glycolic, you know, freaking spot treatment. And then I sometimes wear SPF, but not always. And then I am like, you're burning your skin. So if there's a thin line between doing too much and then not enough. Mm -hmm. So you have to know what works for your skin. Every skin type is different. And that's why it's important to get advice from a professional and not just a YouTuber who's yeah. like, I did every day. And it's like, <laughs> that's great. Maybe your skin does great on coconut every day, but there's a reason why there's different skincare categories. There's acne, there's oily, there's sensitive, there's rosacea, there's, you know, freaking uh, mature, there's dry, there's different categories for a reason. Your shoe size does not fit mine. Like mm -hmm. don't just automatically take blind advice really do your research and look for people who are professionals who do this for a living. I have worked, I've touched over I, thousands and thousands of people's faces. I can't even like I, I 15 years of work. I got, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it literally is important to seek out professional advice, but you know, the before and after pictures when clients, I just actually had one that I'm going to post actually probably this week. She sent me her before and after of her acne we've been working on her skin. And this is one thing, again, FYI, when you work with natural products, it is going to take longer. Do not freak out, calm down, let the process happen because natural products are going to do the work, but they're working at a different, more um, holistic medicinal rate versus just removing, 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 scrub, scrub, scrub to taking off. If yeah. you have instant gratification with these um, chemical-based toxic ingredients, it may really also it may turn it over, and you might have great results. But it's not going to be consistent, and it's not going to be, um, you know, a uh, healthy, um, constructive way of doing it because you're literally removing skin at a fast rate. You're exposing skin now that it might get exposed to sun and damage and irritated more. It may thin, so you're going to find lines and wrinkles more down the road, more exposure, more irritation, and then it comes back. So it's not about getting rid of it and putting a Band-Aid on, on top of it, allowing it to still fester. You want to work on it and you want to gradually keep fixing it so you actually have it at a place where it's controlled and not just taken and then back with force, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it, it completely makes a lot of sense. Actually, you pointed out a couple of things as to what I want to address with my skin. Um, one of the things I have noticed is when I've will go to certain consultations, not in mostly in the ethicism portion of things, probably when you're just buying products, you know, and they're trying to say, oh, you should use this, you should use that, da, 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 da. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if this will really work well with my skin, you know, um, as much as they're trying to sell the product, you know. And so uh, I know over time, I've always been an island girl. I love being by the beach, soaking up the sun, 
you know, you're in, you're in Tucson right now. I'm like, girl, I'm looking at that sun. I want to be out there too. Um, but I also realized in my last trip in Punta Cana, I realized that the sun did more damage this time than ever before. And so I started to experience hyperpigmentation areas on my face. And I was, you know, evaluating my face. And I'm thinking, gosh, I've never had this experience before. And so I've been utilizing different skincare routines obviously one for my acne you know i have acne that i still go through the other ones i have oily skin and then the third one is i just have this hyperpigmentation from breakouts or from the sundown and so a combination of that like you said when people go to you not only are you healing their skin but you're also healing from within because a lot of that outer beauty comes also from within because we often portray and see our skin is not nourished. So therefore we're not nourished on the inside. That's why I love your, your holistic practice with the spa, because you're not just including skincare, but you're also doing a lot of internal work that gets to detoxify the skin on the outside. And so my concern is if you were like, for example, if, if you have clients who have hyperpigmentation areas, what would be some of your items that I actually purchased two of the mo most highly recommended items that you sent to me and I was reading and researching and I was like, oh my God, why wasn't I like getting in touch with her sooner? Because I wanted to go in person, but then the whole thing happened and San Diego to LA, you know, I had to make a trip out of it, but I was glad to be able to one, get in touch with you, get some information, send me some products, read it. And I love the fact that you said, I encourage you to do your own research. Because often at times people are more persuasive about buy this, buy this versus do your research, right? So I love the fact that you included a line of products that were, were you know, different from one another, but also giving the customer the initiative to say, read research and see what you find suitable. And so what, were, what are some items that you recommend to people who are experiencing hyperpigmentation or acne breakouts, especially because we're going from spring and we're soon going to be going into summer. And so the sun and the UV rays are going to be strong. And I know I'm going to be wearing my hats almost every day because I'm like, mm, girl, this, this is, this is, this is my spring summer hat. It's pretty much in, in the winter time. I also am full covered up as well. Um, so a few things. So first and foremost, um, hyperpigmentation is definitely more of a deeper um, skin condition to deal with because there's so many levels to it. First, you should be physically uh, blocking the sun and protecting yourself. So it's actually about the actual movements of what you are doing. Full berm hat, like we're talking about SPF, you know, and if you are out by the pool to monitor, monitorize, um, monitor your, um, time by the pool and replying SPF, physical blockers, titanium oxide and zinc. Those are the only two that I recommend because it is physically knocking the sun off. Those two, literally the sun ray hits the skin and it goes, bounces off. You don't want the chemical blockers to go into the skin and spit out. That doesn't even make sense to me. So you want physically things to bounce off, off of your skin. Um, but, you know, the hyperpigmentation, the older we get, there's a few different things there. Mm -hmm. So first of all, in our early, you know, teens and young 20s, whatever, if you were a sun worshiper then, I doubt you were wearing a hat. I doubt that you were in SPF regularly maybe even like day drinking by the pool, by the river, by the ocean, on the ocean, da, 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 whatever it was, that damage doesn't pop up and doesn't show then. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't come back to haunt us until our 30s and our 40s. Mm-hmm. And it's our doing 60s. that right now. I'm like, holy um, moly. <laughs> the damage that we introduced to our skin back then starts to actually come up. So we mm-hmm. start to see the damages that we caused. That's why it's so important to start a skincare routine in our teens, in our early 20s. Um, things that you can do to help alleviate that is first and foremost, like I said, physical blocking, the actual physical. Mm-hmm. Then it's about what you uh, consume as well. So certain things are going to make you a little more accessible to sun exposure. Doing internally as well, vitamin C, antioxidants, that's fantastic for sun damage. So your multiple vitamins and whatnot. Um, certain things that we eat can actually cause more pigmentation, heat, spicy foods, caffeine, alcohol, smoking, those things actually aggravate the skin. That's inflammation being brought into the skin. So certain things that we consume. And then, for example, I've had like a lot of chefs come in who are like, I work in the kitchen from four o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And I'm getting hyperpigmentation. Why? Heat ovens, stuff like that. So heat has a big part of it, but that also speaks volumes on sun exposure. So maybe you're in the shade, but if you're still having heat come at you, it can aggravate it. Mm. So it's about being aware. It's about not totally like stopping your life altogether, but it's about being aware of your elements and being aware of what you're consuming and balancing things as much as humanly possible. When it comes to products, God bless the women that work at beauty counters. You know, I, I love you all, but I only suggest only suggest that for like makeup. When it comes to skincare, most of those people, women and men, are not professionally trained as estheticians. Mm-hmm. They're just makeup artists, which is not just because I love all my makeup artists and they know about skincare too. But the depth, the depth of what I know, I'm trained in this. I'm licensed in this. I work with the skin. I work with the ingredients. So I'm going to have a little bit deeper knowledge. So I'm going to be able to see someone's skin and actually be able to address, hey, maybe this serum is better than that serum. And yeah, you want to be able to purchase and get something that you have a little bit more information about. Take pictures of things. I recommend to people, if you are going to go out there and go buy stuff, don't just buy right away. Take a picture of it. Look at the ingredients. Send it to your friends. Send it to your esthetician. Go home. Research it. Research things. Start getting more savvy. The, the consumer now nowadays, the nowadays consumer is becoming more savvy, ingredient savvy, and more aware. And especially with the shift of what's happened now with this whole entire shutdown of the world, we are more open ever to eco-friendly eco-beauty we are more understanding the depth of how important it is to take care of our overall well-being that doesn't just start from the inside it's all together everywhere outside inside we are now more aware of it than ever so if you're on that path because of this and just in general then be aware of the ingredients that you're using and how they can alter the skin so bleach is like hydroquinone which is a bleaching agent and works really aggressively and quite fast i mean it's great. Gets rid of the hyperpigmentation pretty fast. Thing about that, over the time, it thins the skin. Your skin is more open to sun rays and damage. You've got to stay away from the sun like a, like a vampire. Um, and, you know, if you're willing to do that, sure, fine. But long down, down the road, those chemicals, we don't know the actual damage it causes to our system. We don't know if it's hormonal blockers. Well, we do know it's hormonal blockers, but we don't yeah. know the extent. We don't know the extent of what it's doing. So, if you have that in mind, just avoid it and start using things like kojic acid, which is a Japanese mushroom that helps inhibit melanin production and helps um, over time really minimize the hyperpigmentation. 
and uh, licorice root and uh, azelaic acid and um, uh, salicylic and glycolic and uh, lactic and uh, vitamin A. Vitamin A is a natural retinol. And vitamin A is fantastic. And vitamin A is very, it's actually very aggressive. That's a great at nighttime routine. With the spring and the summer coming, I really caution that people do any of those products during the day. I only recommend at night. And say hypothetically, you're like, oh, I'm going to Hawaii this weekend, or I'm going to Mexico, or wherever the heck you're going. Say, well, that's not going to be for a while, but say you're going to be by the sun and whatnot. Lay off of it for 48 hours. So say today's Saturday, say I know I'm going to hypothetically pretend like I was going to Hawaii on Tuesday or something like that, or I'm going to go swimming. I would lay off of any of those active ingredients for a couple days because I know I'm going to be in the sun. I know I'm going to be exposed. So when in doubt, be careful because you can end up causing sun rashes, heat rashes, sensitivity, and more hyperpigmentation to the skin. So the hyperpigmentation should be worked on at night with the ingredients and products that you have because you're avoiding any sun exposure and during the day still protecting your skin and hydrating skin, still putting on a proper serum and moisturizer and SPF and a hat and still protecting your skin even if you're not going to go hiking, camping, whatever you're doing. And yeah, I mean the hyperpigmentation is definitely a little more finicky because again, it could be from the heat from the sun. It could be hormonal. A lot of women get pregnancy masks after yeah. you know, you know, the, when they're pregnant and, and then after they've given birth, a lot of Hispanic women get the upper mustache right here, the hyperpigmentation, the shadow. And a lot of people also just, you know, in general, changing birth controls and, and just, you know, expose the sun and then old damage you did. There's so many different ways of hyperpigmentation. So depending on what type of hyperpigmentation it is, it may take a longer period of time. It, it may not, you know, it that that's the part that's frustrating with hyperpigmentation because it really just depends on what is the corporate of how you got it? If it's yeah. hormonal, just know it's going to take longer. If it's sun exposure, you can work on that faster. So vitamin C serums during the day, fantastic. Do allosorbic acid, vitamin C during the day. Do your active acids at night. Does that answer that? I think Absolutely. I went on, I think I went on a like a like a rant there. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it that was so inclusive and well rounded that um, anyone listening will completely understand. Um, the transition when it comes to any questions with hyperpigmentation that because some people just think it's just exposure to sun and you're actually saying it's more than just one external factor right mm -hmm. and so they need to listen to that to be aware of what's going on because it, it just it's not just going to be solely on the sun it could be the products we're using so it could be what we're consuming it could be um like you said hormonal or women who are getting pregnant they get the you know those man, what we call manchitas you know and so it's really good to hear the variety of perspectives of factors of how it hyperpigmentation can take place and so we're going to talk about the two items that i actually got yep. I, want those are, I love both of those items by the way those are two of my my favorite items in the spa yes so lemon poppy seed exfoliating powder that is bomb i love this exfoliant i really do this is one of the first products i started using 15 years ago oh my gosh i'm so i'm so backed up in my game then <laughs> Um, a lot of people don't even realize the importance of an exfoliant. So people are like, oh, exfoliant, they think that it's automatically like a chemical peel. That's a form of an exfoliant, but there's multiple forms. There's chemical peels, there's enzymes, and there's physical scrubs. This is a physical scrub exfoliant. Okay. So what is that doing? What is the physical scrub doing? The physical yes. scrub is literally kicking off 
the dead skin cells. It is physically removing everything. So this is an acid-free exfoliant. So it's safe to use the whole entire summer. There's no downtime with it. There's no like scary red flags with it because oh, nice. it's gentle yet super effective. So the exfoliating beads that are inside that product are in round spherical spheres. What does that mean? Perfectly round circles, round, right? We mm -hmm. want things glide on the skin. We don't want them to scratch the skin. So when yes. you start doing things like apricot, when you start doing walnut, sugar, salt, anything like that is super abrasive to the, basically boobies up, you know, you gotta do like the boobies up. You gotta do care, <laughs> okay? Because this here, we start to show our age. We start to show our age. So if this is a concern, your chest, your decollete, your neck, and your face, then work up, work upwards. You will go through product faster, but it's worth it if that's concerning to you. Mm -hmm. But what you want to make sure is that you're not scratching those areas with the ingredients I listed before, because what that does, it's instantly people are like, well, it just feels like it's so nice and smooth afterwards. I'm like, yeah, because you basically lawnmowered your face and then it's all like, you know, super aggressive. But if you got a microscope and you looked underneath and it looked tiny baby, little, small, little lacerations that when you go outside, all this dirt, all this pollution, all this smog has a better place to go into. So not only are you introducing free radicals back into the area you just exfoliated, but then long-term down the road, those little baby little lacerations, they turn into baby fine lines and wrinkles. So mm -hmm. you're aging your skin faster. That is not the point. The That's point good, is no, because you know, people actually have, people actually get these um, facial scrubbers and they like scrub like crazy. And I'm thinking, isn't doing? that kind of dangerous? <laughs> are Why are you so aggressive? That is the last place. This, the face is a different skin. It's a different universe. It totally reacts completely different than this skin. Than yeah, this. that's what I noticed too. My arms and my chest and my legs, everything's good there, baby girl. But when it came down to my face, I was like, oh yeah, I'm seeing a lot of difference when here. when you start your period, do you break out on your shoulder? No. no. When you have digestive system issues, do you break out on your foot? Mm. No, it's on the face. So remember that too. If you are breaking out certain areas on your face, it is telling you something deeper. It is telling you your kidney is jacked up, your liver is jacked up, your spleen, you are gonna about to start your, start your period. Like these are all different things. So it's like recognize it because there's no organs that are like in here. I mean, our skin is the largest organ, but there's no like kidneys and blah, 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 blah. all the major you know organs are all down here, right? And so it just, God just decided, you know, she decided to do something crazy and make it show on her face. I don't know why, but you know, I know, right? I don't know. I have no idea, but that's what happened. So it, but in a way it's almost like, thank you. Cause it's letting us know, maybe I should not drink wine every single night in quarantine. All right. All right, fine, God. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so you got to like kind of recognize that shit. You got to mm -hmm. recognize like what it's telling you. I'm breaking out on my chin. I never break out on my chin. Why am I breaking out on my chin? Because I never eat dairy and I've been eating ice cream almost every single night with my mom and my dad and I love it. And Aww. I've been also freaking wearing a mask. That mask has been jacking up my face, you know? Yeah. That mask. We're insulating and our, our, our faces right now, which is, 
you know, we're trying to protect, you know, ourselves and others, but we also realizing that we're causing a lot of, um, how do you say, warm in the facial area. I don't, and I don't know if that's good or not. There's a lot of heat, a lot of moist, a lot of, um, you know, moisture that's being trapped in there and a lot of bacteria. So if you have a reusable mask, like a cotton one, get a few if you can. If you can afford it, get a, get a few wash them regularly. I switch. I had three. I go back and forth. I'll throw in the washer, hang dry it, put a new one on. If you disposable one, you can't afford to get a new one. Maybe spray it down with alcohol on both sides, let it air dry and then, and then reuse it. But there has to be some kind of sanitation situation that you're doing with your mask because you're putting it back on your face. So remember there's different types of acne. There's acne, hormonal acne, dietary acne, hereditary acne and there's also physical acne physical acne is say for example you're constantly like this at the desk Mm -hmm. that's gonna start breaking out you sleep on the right side that's gonna start breaking out you know what i mean your baby Mm -hmm. little newborn baby touching all gaka on his hands whatever putting it back on your face that's gonna that's gonna that's that's physical like touch that's hitting and touching the skin and it's actually interrupting irritating the skin and causing it to break out so physical, actual physical, oh, and stress obviously is a huge one, which yeah. obviously all of us have been a little, little stressed. Out. Yes, absolutely. Now you mentioned um, the different variety of acne, but you mentioned something very important. When it starts to happen in your face, that means that something's going on in, in your body. When people experience a lot of acne in their cheeks, is there a certain area that, that triggers that acne? I know like obviously the chin line is more hormonal. Dietary. Yeah. So so it's dietary on the cheeks then? Yeah. So a lot of times when people break out here in the cheeks, it could be your intestines, your, uh, you know, your gut. So gut health, intestines, just, it it could be just something's backed up. It could be that, you know, you're not eating enough fiber. Fiber is key on so many levels. Fiber is going to push everything out of the colon. It's going to get everything out of the intestines and the guts and the colon, you know, and it's going to push out a lot of the bacteria. If you're getting backed up because we're eating a lot of glutens, a lot of bread, a lot of chips, a lot of salt, da, 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 whatever it is that you're consuming. I mean, it's your body telling you that you need to, to watch out lower on the sodium, lower on the sugar, lower on, you know, the fatty, the fats, you know, um, and, and, and be aware of like what you're consuming. So I decided while all this was going down to honor my body and allow myself to have like moments of like, I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. But then I also was like, okay, Dina, you got to regulate it two days out of the week. That's what I've given myself. I've given myself two days out of the week just to be fatty boom boom. Like I'm going to go in, I'm going to eat whatever I want. I want pizza. I want some ice cream. I want da, 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 da. I'm going to do whatever I want. Those two days, spread it out. Maybe it's today. And then maybe it's on Wednesday, spread it out. And then the rest of the days really try to honor your body. Remember your body is your temple. Do the smoothies, do the green, da, 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 da. lots of it. Like, look, you don't have to be vegan or vegetarian, but just put more greens on your plate. Put more greens on all on the on the plate. Put some spinach on there. Put some lettuce. I don't know. Put some greens on there. So like you have some more greens in there introduced. You know, you want the fiber. You want the nutrients. You want the minerals. You want the calcium. You want all of that in your body. So um, yeah, if your if your face is breaking out, usually here in the cheeks, it's usually a lot of stuff to do with diet. But it also could be to the uh, your, your liver and kidney stuff going on. The T-zone is the oiliest area, so up here is usually stress, puberty. This is hormonal. 
this is you know periods menopause pregnancy miscarriage abortions anything happening hormonally birth control it's here it's in that area but also stress really does pop up in this area too yeah very true i have a girlfriend who has like perfect skin and every time she breaks out it's always a chin area too and that's Um, really oh you get like a few breakouts um but thank you so much for all that knowledge now for the lotus moon how often should i use this should this be used it says here like three to four times a week yep yep. so should this be in the morning or at night so exfoliating should be at nighttime and i would say for your skin i would say probably start off with three times and then if you feel like it's totally fine go up to four so i literally but this is me i literally use that if not every night every other night because I get a lot of dead skin that builds up and I, and I'm aware of that. Um, so basically with the exfoliating, always recommend people to do exfoliating at night. Why? Because you are prepping your skin for your nighttime routine. You are allowing to kick off all of the dirt, all of the pollution, all of the smog, all of the free radicals, all that buildup you've built up the whole entire day. You are now properly exfoliating it off, allowing the products that you're going to put on afterwards to be able to penetrate deeper, and you are in slumber. If you exfoliate during the day, you're walking out where? Where are you exposed? You're outside. You're allowing all that crap to fly back onto your face. So I'm just like trying to like really get people to recognize that like exfoliating during the day just doesn't make sense to me. It has, and, and every professional will have their different opinion. That's mine. I, I just don't think it Absolutely. makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for, for giving your insight on that. Okay, next item is the Lotus Moon Turmeric Plus Ginger Skin Brightening Beauty Oil. And you recommended one of this many items. And I decided, to, ooh, I need that oil because um, I have another one that I that is, it's not an oil, um, but it's something else. And I love to apply it at night, obviously, after washing my face. Super bomb. I love this stuff so much. This is one of my favorite products. Why? Because turmeric is anti-inflammatory. So ooh. it's not going to only help with inflammation. It's going to help with um, irritation, sensitivity, rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, and acne. Turmeric internally can help rosacea, inflamed skin types, acne skin types, because acne is inflammation to the skin, can help it internally and externally. So that's going to really help with the breakouts, but then all while it's a natural brightener. So it's a natural brightener. So it's naturally brightening the skin. So in India, one of my favorite, um, you know, cultures and uh, cultures and uh, cultures and um, you know practices is that for their weddings, they prep the bride for like a week. It is so beautiful, and one of the traditions that they do is they mix turmeric with honey and like coconut milk, and they basically paint it on the whole entire bride's body. It's a full brightening, exfoliating, brightening bringing dewiness to the skin treatment. It is gorgeous. They have like all the, the aunts and, you know, moms and sisters do this with the bride. And I just, I loved that. I always like, I always like just imagined if I ever got married that I would literally just like have like a turmeric body painting party. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> like I just think it's so, it's so beautiful and connecting, but the purpose is they wanted the bride to glow and be dewy and just beautiful radiant skin so it's going to help with that dewiness it's going to help with the glow it's going to help with the inflammation and it's also going to um address also um the hyperpigmentation because it's a brightener so the ginger in there and the turmeric are going to be brightening agents and really help 
on a holistic, um, a, you know, um, naturopathic, you know, um, medicinal healing way. So it's feeding the skin and those oils too are non-comogenic. They're not going to clog or irritate the skin. It's going to just hydrate you. Mm. Do I use this obviously at night or also in the morning? So it just depends on how you like your skin to feel. If you're more on the dry side, I like to use my oils during the day and the night. If you are more on the oily side, I would suggest at nighttime then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the T-zone oily skin. I've always been oily from my forehead. So I think I get that from my mother's side because she has an oily forehead. My dad has a nice dry forehead. Yeah. We also sent a little thing on the package. It's called the Chakra Balancing Aromatherapy. Oh, yes. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, when you normally actually uh, recommend this to your clients and or when you're working with people, where does this come into place? And how do you like, how do you like to utilize it if you do, or how do you recommend for oh, clients to utilize that's it? That's in my car, girl. <laughs> literally, I get, like, if I get stressed out for one second, I will literally pop it out, take a deep breath in, put it on my wrist, mm-hmm. rub it, smell it, put it on my temples, put it behind my ears, put it under my nose. Aromatherapy, we know the power of, of essential oils and aromatherapy to help calm and soothe the mind. But I have a lot of high power clients. So like a lot of producers and a lot of directors and actresses and singers and all that stuff. And, and they just get so stressed out. So I started selling those and saying, Hey, look, this is so simple and so easy. Keep it in your bag, keep it in your car, keep it at your desk, take it out, smell it, use it, do before meditation, do it before taking a shower. You could do dry brushing all over and then put it on and then take a shower. There's so many different ways that you can use it. Use it, use it, you know, how you think you best would like to utilize it, but there's, there's no wrong way to aromatherapy again, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much for being able to give me that quick consultation with the items. I know I have a couple more items that are on my list. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start with these two and then I'm going to transition to the other ones because I want to be able to do this in a transition for myself, but also super budget friendly, which is something that I really love. You're super budget friendly too as well. If people wanted to find you, Adina, where can they find you? Like if someone has questions like, oh my God, I listened to your episode and she's like, she's just so full of knowledge. Like where can people find you? So you can first and foremost find me on IG and my IG is natural underscore filling, which is F E E L I N G underscore spa. So natural underscore filling underscore spa. And I have a lot of DIYs on there and I have a lot of IG TVs and I do like a lot of IG lives and, you know, I try to stay super active and do community stuff too. Once we're allowed to, I'm going to offer some weekly in the very beginning of Reiki healing sessions for free in there and depending on obviously how many people can get in there, but you can find me there. I also have a YouTube channel and my YouTube is really fun and funny and weird. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I have my YouTube and then, um, Facebook. So Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, I haven't got into the whole TikTok thing yet. I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but you know, maybe I'll start doing TikToks too. We'll see. I'm the same way with the TikTok. I haven't come around yet. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out other little platforms that I'm trying to like navigate. Um, any books in your journey in the skincare journey that you would recommend? Maybe at least one or two books that you have read, maybe from the top of your mind, or maybe something in regards to like a workshop or a training. 
Anything yeah, that comes up to mind? So there's a few different books that I was reading. So the um, Codependency No More, which is a recovery book, and, and I'm not in recovery, but I've dealt with a lot of people in recovery. But mm-hmm. it, every single day is a different uh, mantra and a different awareness of how we approach life. So I like to start my day off with opening this book and reading because every day, every day is a different, you know, it's a different mantra. And she really goes into, Hey, let's practice, you know, self-love. Hey, let's forgive. Hey, like, you know, whatever, every day is different. And it's so funny because every time I open it up, it ends up being totally uh, you know, what I'm feeling and what I'm going through. So I would say the codependency no more is a great book for someone who just wants to release anger, frustration, divorces, breakups, or just needs to really tap in to human connection and and being more connected with others around them and more compassion. Um, that's a great one. And then, um, my holistic health book, I've been really reading a lot. (laughs) It's not like an actual book to like read read but like I've been going through it so much because it's just been such an awesome um you know tool to utilize for ingredients and I've been just diving deep into um getting back into DIYs so that's those are the two books I've been actually just really playing around with um I've been listening to like podcasts and I've been I've been you know doing some tv shows but I've been really just trying to like stay like active, to be honest with you during this time. I've been trying, I've been trying to like run every day. Like I've been running like three and a half to five miles a day. Good for you, girl. It just feels good. With that said, are you going to be signing up for a 5k? Girl, that's what I, that I'm dead serious. I've dead. I've never done a marathon. I've never done a run before. Um, like when I was a little girl, I did, but they were like all charity stuff and like walking, like I, I want to go in, I want to do like an actual like run like this year. And I'm like, if I've been doing all this running and jogging, I feel like I'm like, I'm pretty amped. I feel pretty like inspired. Yeah. To well, if you sign up for a half marathon, let me know. I ran five Ks before. You did? Yeah. Five Ks are like three miles, you know, but I've never done a half marathon. I have done a triathlete, uh, the, the tri, you know, which is like the running, swimming and biking. But it's been a long time, girl. Oh, and so like, if you're going to sign up, <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty cool. But it's, it's, it's a lot of training. You know, you got to be ready for that because it's not just a three-mile run or a 50-meter swim. But if you're signing up for one, let me know, especially because LA usually hosts, you know, 5Ks, although I don't know if they're going to be hosting them because of yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm down to do a 5K for or sure. 5K, wait, 5K is three miles. Yeah, five k is three miles. Half a marathon is half of the full marathon. I think half let's, is like let's let's start with the five k first. Just <laughs> I'm off more than I could chew. <laughs> but I'm down. I'm so down though. I'm like I. Cool. All right. If I look for a five k next thing in LA, if if we have one this year, we don't know obviously because of everything that's going on. But once they come back into, you know into the season, I will definitely be hitting you up and like, girl, you better train for this 5k. And we should document like every day, girl, I'll do- I'll literally record every day. Like today was rough. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it training is hard. Cause it's, it's, it's almost, well, you know what? It's almost kind of like not very similar to skincare, but you have to adjust yourself. You have to have your steps. You have to be in the right state of mind. You have to have, um, 
nourish your body you know how you're nourishing your skin like right now i'm going to nourish my skin with the products because now i'm in the state of mind frame that okay i want to do this for my skincare because you know i've been taking other stuff that i utilize for my skin but this is actually the first time that I'm actually sitting down and having a, a full conversation about why really it is important for your skin to be healthy, not just for the beauty, but in general, like you just stated, if something's going on in your body, it's going to reflect in our face. God knows why they chose the face, but it's usually always the face, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's another thing too, like, you know, I offer 15 minute free Zoom consultations to people to go over skincare. So hit me up. Like I, I love being able to give you my education that I have been able to, you know, put into my toolbox. This has been years, 15 years. Every single year I do a training. I do a workshop. Same here. Not, not only do I teach, but I go. Why? Because you're constantly polishing your, your, your tools. You're constantly like, you know, uh, utilizing the, some of, maybe some of the knowledge that we did learn back when we first went to school in our professions and we forgot about it. And you're like revisiting and bringing it back. And then also just times are changing. Equipment's changing products, ingredients, you know, technology, everything is changing. So it's, you got to stay on top of it. I love, I love having consultations with people. So yeah, I'm here for it. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me and for discussing all things skincare and your humor. I love it too. I love it all. You're just like lit girl. You're ready to like take skincare to the next level. I'm waiting for, um, I'm going to put it out there in the universe. I think part of the woman that you're okay so i'm getting intuition so part of the woman that you're actually experiencing your in your work field in the shop comes from the patriotical side but it's also leaning you towards possibly um starting a product line is what i'm sensing and so i'll leave it at that <laughs> i think there's a lot to come from you and i really appreciate that you're in the community and available to anyone, men and women, because it's not just about skincare. Like you will walk out of there feeling really um, in such a beautiful aspect of like not just going from your skin, but also within. Because um, I haven't gotten an opportunity, but just speaking to you, like I can only envision like a visit and how I would come out feeling so much different. And so I love that fact that you're including not only the external, but internal Mother oh. Nature rooted yeah. holistic really quick do you know who linda is linda let there be loose yes yeah. i do uh-huh so she came in for a treatment she talked about it on one of her podcasts awesome and people want to go back and listen to one of her podcasts too she talks about it and i mean i i was like i'm just gonna do this how i would normally do it and like the truth is no matter who comes into my facility i don't care if you're a celebrity or not you're gonna get love you're going to get love. You're going to get the same damn treatment because I don't do that bullshit. I don't yeah. do, you know, treat someone better than the other person. That does not happen with me. And I treated her just like everybody else, like everybody else, like I do with that love and that care. And the connection we had afterwards, I mean, I, like we both like cried. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <We're> like, ah! <laughs> but you know, that's really nice to know that in that environment, that experience, that, you can connect with your clients oh, on, on not, not just on a superficial level, but on an internal level that it's a little deeper than we all know. The yeah. universe just happens to glide 
that light in both of you and your experiences. So if you're wanting to know more about Adina, like she said, you can DM her through Instagram. Do you have an email? I think I do. I have your natural feeling spot at gmail.com. Is that the one? Perfect. I will make sure to list that. I will be listing the books as well. And like you heard it from Adina, if you have a question, don't feel uh, afraid to reach out. She's easily accessible and very friendly. And she's giving the 15-minute consultation soon for free, right? Yeah, totally. Awesome. That's a lot of of talk right there. (laughs) Yeah, girl. I can't wait for this episode to share with you all. And if you have any questions for me, you know where to reach me as well. 